Welcome to the Mystic Fool. <laughs> I'm Martin Worth, and this is the Mystic Fool. Yeah, I was going for a drive yesterday with a mate of mine, Triffin, who has a pretty awesome podcast called Unlocking the Code. Yeah, have a listen to it if you get time. It's not too bad. <laughs> I've done a couple of uh, episodes with Triff as well, which have been quite interesting. Uh, normally called another esoteric conversation. Yeah. So Triff and I were going up to um, a place just north of Brisbane called the Gympie Pyramid. And this is a um, a site where there is a step pyramid. I believe it's a step pyramid. I believe it was created a long, long time ago by um, maybe not by the Australian Aborigines, but certainly for the Australian Aborigines. Uh, although that's conjecture, it is a sacred site to the Cubby Cubby people. Um, and uh, there is a road bypass going through it. Yeah, wow. Um, some of the uh, elders, you know, who are the correct elders is a question surrounding the the Cubby Cubby people and the Gimpy Pyramid. It seems that there's a lot of um, disgruntlement amongst the Cubby Cubby as to who are the true leaders and who are not. And of course, those who say they're the true leaders believe they're the true leaders, and those who believe they're not the true leaders believe they're not the true leaders. So it's uh, it's a difficult situation. And uh, in saying this, I do honour the Cubby Cubby people and uh, their ancestors, past, present, and future. So it's not about any one in particular but the Gimpy Pyramid yeah I've been there a few times with a couple of uh, Aboriginal descendants who are I would like to call them good friends of mine um, and I honour their commitment and enthusiasm to preserve this place um, yeah so the Gimpy Pyramid it's been around for a long time um, it's the stones are fairly dilapidated you can see stone walls though stretching across like in tiers just like a step pyramid and if you're not sure what a step pyramid is a step pyramid is uh, it's like the ones you see in um, in Aztec um, areas you know um, where you've got the pyramid stepping up it's not like the ones in Egypt where they're basically a straight line up the sides. Yeah, and you know, the um, the white folk will tell you that um, it was built by a... Um, I, think, I think the story is it was built by a um, you know, Greek or Italian immigrant that wanted to create some sort of vineyard-type situation, so he put all these steps up so he could grow his vines there's all sorts of different theories as to why it's there which disavow the sanctity and the sacredness of the site 
Um, and so um, in Main Road's deciding to put a bypass around Gympie, uh, this bypass goes directly straight through the Gympie Pyramid. However, after some consideration before construction, it was redesigned to go around the actual pyramid proper, which is a good thing. So a good thing and a bad thing. My Aboriginal friends believe that um, it still, um, still has affected the site quite badly and there is a loss of many artefacts uh, that were associated with the pyramid. But I'm a little relieved that at least the pyramid itself is still in bushland and largely intact, although surrounded by a six-lane highway, which is sad. So, yeah. Um, the Gympie Pyramid is an energetic point, a grid point. Uh, I believe it is on the uh, Seven Sisters dreaming track or song line. Uh, and once again, hard to determine the difference between dreaming track, song line, lay line, whatever you might want to call it. But I went out there yesterday with my divining rods and I definitely did did feel that there is a definite very very strong energetic line that is leading straight up to the pyramid i went down one side um and went across that was the western sorry the yeah the western side um and went across the northern side funnily enough the northern side was just a huge energetic flow but heading straight straight down where they're building this highway. It's nuts. Okay. Yes, so now the Gympie Pyramid, which I believe is a sacred spot, a sacred place. Uh, you can't get to it at the moment because it's surrounded by six-foot-high fences with metal, with metal, um, sheet metal across the top. Uh, sort of that sort of stuff you see to stop the koala bears uh, climbing into dangerous areas and keeping them off the road. Um, but the whole place is surrounded by fencing. And I hope that when the construction is finished, that we'll be able to actually um, gain access to that sacred place. And uh, maybe there's a need to do some ceremony there. Yeah. Because it's well known that the Egyptians came to the uh, east coast of Australia, at least, and traded with our Aboriginal people. Um, I also believe that the South Americans came and traded with our Aboriginal people. Uh, you know, Gympie's renowned for having been a gold field, and it, gold has a signature, and the signature of gold can be traced to a particular geographic location. Now, this is interesting because um, the gold on the mask of Tutankhamun's sarcophagus has the same signature as the gold in the Gympie area. So let's just let that sink in. 
the gold on Tutankhamun's sarcophagus came from Gimpy, Queensland. Yeah. Also, uh, there's some hieroglyphs called the Gosford Glyphs down at Gosford in northern New South Wales or central New South Wales. And um, they, um, once again, the narrative is that these glyphs were were um, copied by a return serviceman coming back from World War One after serving in Egypt. And he's like, you know, stenciled these things on the wall with a chisel or something. And, and that's the end of that. But um, an Egyptologist, um, whose name I cannot remember right now, um, he, well, he's actually not an Egyptologist. He's a, uh, he's an Egyptian tour guide with a great amount of knowledge, which means an Egyptologist apparently will will study one facet of Egyptology. However, a tour guide needs to know a much broader range of information although maybe not to as great a depth. But this fellow, I know his first name is Mohammed, <laughs> so sorry about that, it's like being called John, I guess. Um, he, um, he studied the Gosford glyphs and he said, not only are the individual characters correct, but the individual characters together, like the letters of our alphabet, actually create words that are correct and the words joined together actually create sentences that are correct and by correct I mean in his opinion they are the sort of um, vernacular the, the way that sentences would have been structured in the dynasty period of time where these hieroglyphs originated from. So we've got the individual characters forming the words, forming the sentences, being indicative of that period of Egyptian dynasty where it is believed that Egyptians came to Australia. And the interesting thing is that he said, um, yeah, these words, they actually, um, it's like in Australia, we don't say hello we say good day. Well, in Egyptian, in the vernacular of that time, in the slang of that time, these words are saying the equivalent of good day. So there's no way that these um, these hieroglyphs down there in Gosford are not authentic Egyptian hieroglyphs. So there's a great amount of um, truth in the fact that Egyptians did visit Australia, and why? To visit our Aboriginal people. To, to learn of their wisdom and to trade, I guess. I don't know what they would trade for here. I mean, they obviously got some gold and took it to Egypt and made a sarcophagus out of it. But I don't think it was the gold that they were after here. I, don't, I think what they were after was spiritual knowledge, wisdom. And I think the same for the, um, the Aztecs or the Incas or whoever they might have been from South America that, 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 that came here. And, um, you know, it's my gut feeling that it was the South Americans who built this step pyramid that is at Gimpy, uh, that is called the Gimpy Pyramid, 
or Jaki Kundu, which means Rocky Ridge, um, in honour of our Australian Aborigines as a healing place, much as the step pyramids in South America were, uh, were, were put up originally, originally as a healing place, as healing centres. And uh, I do believe that there are, they're probably built on, uh, as most, um, as most um, sacred structures are, they're built on line, intersecting ley lines, as is the Gympie Pyramid, um, and were um, possibly seeded with, um, with some crystalline energy. Uh, some people say Pleiadian crystals or the Murian crystals. Um, which are, have a strong, strong healing um, energy about them. And Gibby Pyramid is one of those places. Yeah, gifted, built and gifted to the Australian Aboriginal people. Um, if any of my Aboriginal friends disagree with that, I would love to hear your point of view on it but for the time being uh, that is my that's my belief yeah and also uh, you know in in South America what happened in South America where the healing centres of the step pyramids uh, turned into um, places of human sacrifice well that's a sad story um and I, yeah, I guess I can go into that here. It's believed that there was extraterrestrial interference in South America. And by interference, what I mean is um, um, extraterrestrials... See, there's a thing called the Prime Directive. And if any one of you guys are Star Trek fans, you'll know what I mean. The Prime Directive is that a evolving species... Say that again. The prime directive is that an evolving species must not be interfered with, lest it its evolution be be tampered. Um, you know, we all know what it's like when you introduce a a, um, a species into an ecosystem. You know, like cane toads or lantana, whatever, it just goes rank and destroys the ecosystem. Similarly, if ETs were to arrive um, whilst our species is evolving, which we are, and were to give us technology or tamper with our evolution in any way whatsoever, even by being present and revealing themselves to us, then that would have a significant effect on the trajectory of the evolution of our race. A little bit like the butterfly effect, you know, the flapping of a butterfly's wing creates air currents, which, etc., etc. Nothing within the ecosystem is independent of itself, and so it is believed. It is my belief that ETs, extraterrestrials, I don't think with bad intent, but broke the prime directive, visited our. Uh, cousins in South America and of course you know when the starship comes in from the sun and uh, makes itself known 
um, to a to an evolving race of people who are building pyramids as healing centers and you know using those um, those powers of healing they see this um, arrival of these star beings and believe they are gods um, yeah and so what do they do they start worshiping the gods they worship the sun where they believe these gods came from uh, and in doing that um, of course in frustration um, and corruption as religion goes turn from one drastic measure to another to try to uh, rekindle their relationship with these beings and finally turn into human sacrifice which we know is a fact and it's sad and that's what happens when you interfere with the evolution of a species so yeah what happened at Gimpy oh yeah you know um, along comes white men I guess um, massacres all sorts of things um, yeah our Aboriginal people chased off their land and this uh, energetic portal the Gimpy Pyramid left dejected uh, and now with a road going through it <laughs> yeah I'm hoping when the uh, when the construction's finished and it will be legal inverted commas to go in there that um, my Aboriginal friends will want to do some sorry business there and clear up the bad karma and restore the place to uh, well won't get restored to its former glory at all but we can honour we can we can heal heal the the song lines that have been cut and disturbed by the by the road construction perhaps these song lines can be moved so they can flow again more easily and that the uh, energy will return to that place as a ceremonial ground a sacred site and once again a healing center that's what i hope for anyhow that's the Gimpy Pyramid. <laughs> yeah. Makes me sad that there's loss of connection with the elemental spirits and lineage of this great land, Australia. So, if you enjoyed this podcast, please like it. Please subscribe to my channel. <laughs> please put comments below because that helps in the whole algorithm thingy-bobby. Um, yeah, send me an email to themysticfool at martinworth.com with your thoughts and feelings. Uh, anything you think that you would like me to talk about in these podcasts let me know I will respond and I will talk about 
topics that you asked me to talk about. So yeah, thank you. Love you. Hope the best for you. And uh, I'll catch you. See ya.